this is Jordan Delvin, the import killer, the OGT world champion, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the new show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Live, recorded live in the Diamond Studio with our double, our second dose of City Wrestling Radio for your Saturday stoner edition. This is the new new what? show. I'm Corey Smith. See, look at you. You're all stoned out over there. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, God. What time is it? Oh, uh, what? I'm Michael Vergara. How are, well, I already asked. I, you're still doing good over there? You're yeah. holding just, tight? Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I felt like I just recorded a wrestling podcast like two minutes ago. We did. Yeah. We talked about it and uh in the B show. If you haven't listened to the B show, you can check it out on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio. Also across a plethora of other fine podcasts. You know, that's a good way to k- catch up with City Wrestling Radio. You know, it's good to listen on our KCSF, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Fridays at six thirty Pacific Standard Time. PM. Good quality people, the best people behind the uh, Ooh, I shouldn't have said that. But hey. What? The best quality people? No, it's just a certain I just I felt like I just mimicked the verbiage of a certain uh politician. Oh. I, someone who says the best people. I don't know why that slipped. They're great. Ugh. They are great. That's I mean, a, we I, are great. At KCSF. Yeah. Well, I don't like to say we are great, but KCSF, it's pretty cool. KCSF, we... Keep we, rocking. Yeah. Keep rocking the good rock. That's weird. Um, but like I said, four nights a week, this week five, because we're going to have a special edition of City Wrestling Radio on Thursday night. It's going to be our Evolution, um, our uh, pre-show. Evolution pre-show. Prediction addiction? Yeah, prediction addiction. A prediction addiction where I'm not going to forget the forced prediction this time. Oh, God. Yeah. You just hurt your shoulder? I messed up my shoulder reaching for the iPhone charger. (laughs) Whatever. Keep going. You know you're getting old when that happens, right? Yeah. Anyways, guys, the new news show. Uh, Follow us on social media at CWR415. Then I just don't take care of myself. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. you got to start working out. Start lifting weights, man. Yeah, what are you, my mom? What? Nothing. What? <laughs> what are you? What are you? My? What are my dad? My mom? Hey, get out of here, okay? I'm trying to smoke some cigarettes and eat waffles. That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, actually. Let's get into the new news from this week. There's some new, new, new news. Where should we start this week? I mean, let's start with Crown Jewel just to get out of the way. Yeah. So you know they got. What else there needs to be said about this crown jewel? It's super fucked. It's a bad look for the company. Yada yada yada. Someone died. Uh, no, okay, no, that's not because of crown jewel. Not because of crown jewel. Uh, the, Saudi, Shogi, the um, Saudi Arabian government just and they just came out with that. They they came out with a statement that uh, Jamal Khashoggi has passed away in a no, not passed away. He got killed in a quote unquote fight. A fist fight. They said fist and, fight. And the, wasn't he decapitated? These fifteen people were fearing for their lives over this one man, one unarmed man, just trying to fist fight everybody. And so they, the 15 brave souls just, you know, had no choice but to break out the bone saws. And, uh, you know, they did the thing that you read about. that people Dismemberment. Were. Yeah, I just didn't want to get all graphic. In this well, sh- dismemberment's not yeah, a Yeah, no, they word. dismembered the crap out of this guy. <laughs> See, now you're starting to get like... Yeah, I mean, we might as well yeah, go all in yeah, on this. Blood was, yeah, no, I don't want to. But uh, a few... So over the past week, as this uh, situation it continues to develop... And we've talked about this before on we've previous talked week. About it, yeah, previous week somehow. And we've shared our opinions in great detail about it. But we're not the only ones sharing our opinions. A number of superstars or former superstars have uh, voiced their opinions on it. Namely, in Randy Orton, Jerry Lawler, and JBL. JBL, uh, he went on a Fox Business Inside show thing. I don't know. I don't <clears throat> give a fuck about this channel. Um, where he, you know, he voiced his support and saying... 
you know, we WWE does does plenty of good things in uh, uh, does plenty of good things as agents of change, agents of change. We held the first women's match in Abu Dhabi, and I'm like. Yeah, but then what does that have to do with what does that this? have to do with any of the Saudi Arabia business? Like, it's listen as much as like you there, and then you got Randy Orton saying we should go, like in a in a TMZ interview where he pretty much says, "Yeah, we should go because it, it's it's worse if we don't go." <laughs> I'm kind of cracking up just saying that out loud. Like, no, I think we should go because it would be even worse if we don't. Um, actually, I got. The, I recently just got this pulled up. He said, or added, I, and I think we'll be there eventually with Saudi and Crown Jewel. That's the goal is to make things better everywhere. I think us not going doesn't help. Going helps. Which, I mean, what do you think about that, Corey? What's your opinion on that? What about not going? I mean, you think not going is worse than not? No, no, not going is worse than going. Not According going. To, not going is is worse for them. Worse for WWE, of course, because for the they money. won't get because they won't get a four hundred forty million out of it. Um, yeah, I mean, at I mean, this what's point- Randy Orton going to do in the Crown Jewel anyway? He's not booked for a match. I mean, yeah, they, he I is. mean, yeah, he is. He's, isn't he in the um, isn't he in the tournament? He no, he. I think he lost against no. Wait, is he? Who did he wrestle this week? I don't care. I, that's how much I really care about this show, but. Uh, yeah, Shinsuke, so Randy, Randy, it was Shinsuke and Rey Mysterio, and the other match was Randy Orton and J- no, no. Anyways, anyway, go on. so yeah, we got opinions on those guys. I don't have the articles or what they said about it, but yeah, right. JBL, Jerry the King Lawler, and Randy Orton all voicing their support for the Saudi Arabia show. Uh, if you want to go, and deep, th- those all seem like people though that were that are, are pr- politically leaning to the right. Towards the right, yeah. You see, Randy Orton, he tweets about Second Amendment rights. He retweets alt right uh, Twitter accounts. He likes certain tweets, even though he removed that tab, which apparently you can do now. Just you know, it's cover your own ass. Uh, oh, never mind. It wasn't Randy Orton in the, um, in the you, World Cup. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, I forgot what Jerry Lawler said, and it's best that I Bubbies. Don't, don't even say it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Also about uh, <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Really good uh, way to start off. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Also, the the tickets for Crown Jewel that were scheduled to go on sale Friday, um, on October nineteenth. Um, the date has been pushed back. It's really weird because you know, like and we're used to over here in the states of having tickets go on sale months in advance for something this big, right? I mean. Something like this, you know, like uh, let's just say um, Survivor Series went on sale like close to last year for, you know, Los Angeles coming up. Um, but tickets were pushed back to the day of the event. Um, and no location has been listed at this point for Crown Jewel. So, I mean, it's just all around craziness. Um, I don't even know what's going to happen. Is it going to be a, a, you know, big event? Is it going to be not be a huge event? I don't know. What's going to happen? We don't know. Is the show going to even happen? I mean, it's supposed to happen in what? It's going like, to happen. In like a little over a week, right? Yeah. Uh, 11, 12, 13, 14 days? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 13 days, yeah. 13 days. Two weeks from yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's Crown Jewel, guys. Thank you very much. It's an ongoing story. Yeah. Honestly. We'll keep you guys updated in the following new news shows every week. You could find KCSF or SoundCloud.com City Wrestling Radio. But guys, we got some more news to get into. Um, you know, talking about... Go ahead. Uh, talking about one um, one pay-per-view that we looked down upon. To a pay-per-view we 
want to hold highly because, you know, it's the first ever, at least for WWE, the first ever all-women's pay-per-view for WWE is coming up with Evolution at the end of this week. Uh, five new women have been added to the uh, the Women's Battle Royal they're going to have for a number one contendership for the, uh, I, I guess, their respected brand's titles. Sure. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Ivory, Molly Holly, Alondra Blaze, Michelle McCool, and Maria Kanellis have been added to the to the Battle Royal in that mat, in that show. And that Battle Royal is the, is for the number one contender spot for... Well, you already mentioned this, right? Yes. Okay. Number so one. if Maria Kanellis wins, does she win the number one contendership for the Cruiserweight title? Yes, Corey. She... Alondra Blaze, does she... Because Maria Kanellis is the, is the oft favorite, is the runaway favorite for this Battle Royale. I mean, I would think so. Well, we have a, we have a show just... For, we do you know Corey? We have a show just for you for telling us What's who that? you think is going to win, yeah, and who you think is going to lose, and what else do you think is going to happen in those pay per views? What's that? It's called the Prediction Addiction. Where can I find it? We find it in KCSF, SoundCloud, Twitter, Facebook at CWR four one five. We do this thing where we predict pay per views, and we do the like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not good at plugging. Yeah, it's well, called the Prediction Addiction. We predict pay per views. We do force predictions because we want to. We like to keep things interesting around here. Apparently, keep it interesting. Yeah, um, so let's would have gotten a perfect in that SummerSlam prediction addiction. I would have gotten a perfect had it not been for the fucking Dolph Ziggler card. Hey man, sometimes I still won. Know. I still won like by like I want to say halfway through that show. Yeah. No, I, I. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're good at predicting, man. What can I yeah. say? No, I got my red balloon and everything. You're just you're you're very. Um... I'm very smart and handsome. No, that's not what I was going to say. You just keep it real, you know. Yeah. Logical. Oh yeah. Whereas we, me and, no, I me keep and Jose logical, go for the heart. I keep it logical through illogical writing. Because like, oh, this is what they're going to do. And so, and now I see, uh, yeah. And also, uh, speaking of two other women in the WWE speaking of women. W- roster, Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks are both back in action this week. Yep. Uh, so, so it went down in what? a... Yeah, go ahead. No, what's up? No, Are, go ahead. No, 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 you say it. Yeah, you know, as uh, indicated by Monday Night Raw, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James seem uh, is facing Lita and Trish Stratus in a tag match, which I thought I thought was going to be a one on one, but apparently, like apparently, because I thought when it turned into a tag match, like, oh, okay, so that means Alexa's limited. So, but according to the story, I think Alexa Bliss is medically cleared and yeah, she's all so, ready to go. Yeah. But they just turned this into a tag match because they just want this on the show. So during a live event on um, in Maine. Uh, where's Maine? Maine's in the East Coast. Um, didn't say what city. Uh, Friday, where Banks teamed up with Bailey and Dana Brooke to defeat Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Alicia Fox. Um, Sarah Logan out? No, Liv Morgan. I don't know, man. No, Liv Morgan's in the match. It was Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and okay. No, Liv Morgan. So Riot Squad, they're, I think they're going to be the ones facing Natalia, uh, Bailey, and the returning Sasha Banks. Right, right. That seems to be the program there. Uh, but this match is Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Alicia Fox. Yeah. But so uh, why is Alicia Fox involved in this? Because I don't know. People they need just don't want to, They need. They need a body. Sarah. Yeah. Sarah Logan's running late for the live show. Uh, Bliss teamed up with Mickey James, um, in, in a losing effort against Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. Um, both Banks and Bliss were pulled from season two of the Mixed Match Challenge earlier this year. Um, while the extent of the nature of Banks' injury was very, very, very vague. WWE claimed that Bliss suffered uh, numbness to her arm following a Raw Women's Championship match against Ronda Rousey at Hell in a Cell. Numbness to her arm? Like, are you sure she just wasn't selling? 
too well. My arms numb. Sorry. And I'm going to say everything in one breath because it makes me sound even smarter. I'm going to do it. Hi. I'm sure the listeners love that. Corey. Hi. I mean, I mean, they love... Whatever. What else happened? What? Was it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Oh. Shoot. All right. Um, so apparently on the... So speaking of WWE Evolution, we're just killing it with the with the with the segues and hey, all that yeah. stuff. We got one of the matches is like is projected in the last women's standing match between champion SmackDown's women's champion Becky Lynch facing Charlotte Flair in a last women's standing match. I know I just By said that. Oh god. Yes. Uh but apparently not all not everything's right with Charlotte Flair, Charlotte and Ric Flair, I might add. Um they're Seems to be a recent. There seems to be a defamation lawsuit filed by Charlotte's ex-husband Ricky mm. Paul Johnson, in regards to. I'm just reading this from a Raja.com article, by the way, uh, written by Jeff Whalen. Uh, yeah, Charlotte's ex-husband Ricky Paul Johnson, in regards to statements she made in her 2017 book Second Nature. Have you read this? Woo woo. Have woo. you read this? No, I haven't read the book. Apparently, it's a. It's an autobiography. It's an autobiography written by both Charlotte and Ric Flair, where Charlotte is writing about her, you know, her wrestling life career, while Ric Flair is it, this more or less focuses on Ric Flair's late career, <laughs> like after to be the man, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ric was named as he r- co-wrote the book with Charlotte Flair. WWE was also targeted due to the company marketing the book. Johnson also names Brian Shields, who was the editor and helped the Flairs write the book. So he's suing all those people. Johnson is suing the parties for allegations made in the book, specifically what he said, <laughs> specifically that he was said to be sterile and incapable of fathering any any children, which he claims has caused significant distress to his current wife and their three children. Wow. He, yep, he paints a picture of Charlotte as a physical and psychological abuser and claims he has video footage depicting her as an out-of-control aggressor who made disparaging and racist remarks towards the African-American community. Johnson is seeking $500,000 in actual damages and $5 million as punitive damages, along with reasonable and other attorney fees and other related costs. He's also seeking a temporary injunction against the defendants to prevent continual harm to his character, which can be which can probably be construed as that he wants the book pulled. Excuse me, as that he wants the book pulled off the shelves until the legal proceedings play out. So buy a copy now. Yeah, so buy a copy now. Um, this sounds like a super messy divorce uh, with a, ton of, but a bunch of legal jargon involved, and there's there's two sides to every story. But okay, so if if she said that in the book, that's what he's saying, right? He said in the book she she said he was. In, uh, sterile and incapable of having children. Incapable of having children, but he has and children. Also, and also very abusive. But he has children. Yeah. So that's defamation of character at that point, isn't it? Yeah, because like it. Like You're saying he's going to bring the kids into the courtroom. Like, look, <laughs> see, look, right here. I am very I am, capable I, of having children. Fully loaded. I am fully loaded. I wasn't shooting <laughs> blanks according to that book. Look at these kids. Look at them. <laughs> He's gonna like pull a Vince. It's like the spawn of my semen. Ah, this is my seed. This is imagine your dad saying that in front of a live audience. I mean, imagine Vince McMahon being your dad in general, but then just him saying in front of a live audience of thousands of people saying the spawn of my semen. <sighs> but yeah, uh, this sounds like a very messy, messy situation. I hope you know you 
cooler heads will cooler heads will prevail. I hope probably. what's right is right. WWE yeah. knowing they're knowing the the monster that is their legal department. Um, I don't think any, not much is going to come out of this. I think mm. they're. I don't even think they're going to settle. I think this is probably going to be in, in favor of Charlotte Flair. I guess. Why do you say that? Because. Well, I mean, WWE's legal team depends, not depends get... on the ca- depends on the case that Ricky Paul Johnson builds. I mean, he claims he has all this evidence, but that's it's that's just what he claims. We'll see how this the, I, we'll see how it goes if this ever gets to court and have like I think WWE will settle out of court. You think they'll settle? Yeah, and and if anything, they're not going to defend Charlotte. Charlotte's going to have WWE's going to defend Charlotte. Nope. I mean, Charlotte's got to defend Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's going to have to find her own lawyers, especially in, with this situation. Yeah. They'll defend themselves, but they're not going to defend her. Mm. I mean, I don't know at, at this point. I mean, again, two sides to every story, especially in, in especially in regards to like a messy pseudo divorce situation. Like that, those are always those are always super. Like I don't want to say a petty, but then it's a mess. Situation. It's a mess. It's a sticky situation. Yeah. And him claiming that his stickiness was potent. He was saying it was more sticky than she said it was. I still really, I still wish, I, you know, if this ever goes to court, I'm, I'm hoping that actually happens where he just brings out his kids. Look, <laughs> see, you're wrong. <laughs> what if it's like he's like, you know, people are talking about this in the public and they play city wrestling radio in the courtroom and they're yeah. like, hey, it's like a clip. It's, of, like, it's, it's, it's like, like the CM Punk Cole just, Cabana. It, it's trial. a clip. Of, it's a clip of me. Be like, yeah, she said his stickiness wasn't as sticky. How as crazy it. would it have been had the had it been in favor of Amon of the doctor? Where like that could have sent a horrible legal precedent of like you can't talk shit about anybody in a podcast anymore because yeah. you will get sued and yeah. you will lose your business and you will lose a lot of money out of this. So, uh, well, ugh. allegedly, you have to say allegedly. You have to say allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, he was shooting, shooting blanks. Allegedly, Charlotte Flair. Well, you could you could say she allegedly. Well, you have to say she allegedly said this. So apparently, yeah. So allegedly, Charlotte Flair, and according to police dash cam footage, would said, you know, racist things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I doubt anything of note will develop for some reason. It's because you know, you know how these go. They come and they come and go. Oh, all the time. I, I see them all the time. Yeah. Just come and go and mm. do some blow and no, that's weird. No, that'll get you arrested. That'll definitely get you arrested. I have dash cam footage of allegedly. No, just say allegedly. You did some blow. Allegedly, Corey Smith of so City I was Wrestling like, Radio I was in the I, I was on the I was on the front of a car while the dash cam was facing us. No, you're doing it on the hood of the car. Yeah, like yeah. It's just the the, the yayo was just like just lined up on the, the yeah. yayo. Yep. It just it shows how uh, our our lack of drug knowledge over here. Mm-hmm. Green only, Goblin, only the finest in KCSF. Uh, the 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 white sticky. Yep. No, that's that's never mind. That's gross. no, that's uh, that's exactly what we were shooting, just talking about. Shooting blanks. Uh, shooting blanks over here. Uh, let's, let's, let's get out of here. Let's, uh, not get out of here, but let's get out of this talk. Let's talk about something else. Uh, what else we got this, um, coming up? Any, anything else you got over there? Uh, there is a, no, I got it. shut up, Corey. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's crushed. Look at it. Look at his face. He's just like, well, why are you looking at the cameras that? guys? Yeah. Um, we got a Kevin Owens injury update and pretty much a new timetable of when he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, as reported earlier in the week, Kevin Owens underwent double knee surgery yesterday, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, uh, are you going to do that every time? Every single time. 
When surgeons examined his knees, the damage in his left knee was worse than expected, but the hope is that he will be back by late February or early March. But in a worst-case scenario, he could be sidelined until April. Well, you know what? That but. don't impress me much. Isn't that Shania Twain? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, while his injury is still considered serious, Owens did not have to undergo reconstructive surgery, and he is already back rehabbing both knees in hopes that he is clear to return in time for WrestleMania 35. Though often when a wrestler is ready to return around that time frame, creatively they like to hold him or her out until after the pay-per-view. I think uh, the Monday night after WrestleMania would be a great place for Kevin Owens. Have him host. WrestleMania? Yeah. KO Mania? KO Mania, finally. Oh, my God. It would be better than... What if... Yeah. Last year was John Cena. The year before that was, like, the new day. did shit. John Cena, like, barely. He kind of hosted. He was kind of like, hey, I'm hanging out with a microphone. Ooh, ooh, party Did he open that show? I don't remember. John Cena? Yeah. WrestleMania last year. He didn't open it. He didn't didn't host WrestleMania. No, but it was like that, like, he he had the microphone a few times and was like... No, he was in on the, the he was in the audience. Yeah, but he had the microphone, didn't he? God, remember when he just pretty much just ran the ramp as soon as Charlotte won? I thought I still think that was really weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, just uh to get a shine on him. It's always gotta be about you, Cena. And uh, your hair. <laughs> well, that's when he didn't have any hair, okay? Uh next up in the news, it's getting some good news. Former WWE superstar Santino Morella. Uh the son of a gun of a son of a gun. A son of a son of a gun. Anthony Corelli, his real name. His, yeah, but I like to call him Santino Marella. The former Intercontinental Champion announced uh, the arrival of his son, Marco Jason Corelli. I thought you could say Marco Jason Stunt. <laughs> uh, with, a special, with a social media post this week, including a well-deserved shout-out and congratulations to his wife. Um, um, his tweet said, uh, what did I do last night? Not much. My wife, on the other hand. He doesn't talk like night. that, Corey. Introducing Marco Jason Carelli. His first judo class is tomorrow. My wife is a machine, by the way. He does talk like I saw him on TV. Hey, I heard him say to Rey Mysterio, if you wear a mask, you are either a very, very ugly man or or the spider man. (sighs) Okay. um, Well, what would Jim Cornette say about that? I love Santino Morella. He was fantastic. Yeah, Cobra. Yeah, yeah. Hey, for comedy wrestling, it didn't get any better. Well, you know, he was very good at his role. Uh, so, what else is we that got? It? Oh, okay. No, um, um I'll, no, I, I got. got n- okay, I what do you got? If you were asking me, I'm I'm anxious to say about the backstage news regarding Shane McMahon within WWE. Oh, apparently, know. the SmackDown 1000 episode where he appeared in a cameo. That's apparently his transition back as an on-screen presence, because the reason why he was gone. Was for because according to uh, this website, this very fine website called Raja.com, everybody everybody's go-to source. Well, my go-to source. Shane has been off to, of TV since the taping since the spring for two reasons, according to sources. One to recover from his injuries, as he was noted to have acute diverticulitis. I remember that, mm-hmm. uh, which he was actually fully recovered from a while back. The second is that a decision was made to keep him off TV so that Paige could establish herself in the new role as SmackDown GM, the sole authority figure on the show. Shane here. <laughs> yes, Shane here. Shana. Oh, what if he becomes a manager for Shayna Baszler? Shane McMahon. Shana McMahon. She becomes the his daughter. Oh. Hey, Dad. What's up, Dad? Wait, what? Shane would be like the cool dad. Mm. He'd be like, hey, listen, like you don't have to go to the dance, but like, I don't want to go, Dad. Yeah. God, I just want to lift weights. You don't understand. I mean, I, 
Shane McMahon, I don't think Shane McMahon would be the type of person to warrant like being for him to get yelled at. I feel it's always been said Shane McMahon is like as like the coolest dude on the planet according to everybody who's like who worked for the company. Like he is so not like Vince. Yeah, you tell you tell that to an adolescent 15-year-old that lift weights. I will. <laughs> uh, what else you got, Corey? Uh, so earlier this week, a report claiming Chris Jericho and Jim Ross were working on working with a billionaire to lo- launch a wrestling company um, hit the internet. Um, but Access TV has said that their alleged involvement is absolutely one hundred percent false. True, oh. no false. <laughs> unfortunately, um, while. They've been unable. Anyone has been unable to verify this. SC Scoops published an article earlier this week, which states Jericho and JR are working behind the scenes on a company with billionaire uh, Shihad Khan, uh, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and Fulham FC of the English Premier League. Khan's son is apparently a huge wrestling fan and is helping with the project. The report claims Access TV talks um, are in talks for a secure TV deal with the company. But the network was quick to deny this. A rep for the company says there is no truth to Access TV involvement. Uh, for what it's worth, the report also claims that Cody and the Bucks were involved with the supposed wrestling company. Um, yeah, so uh, Jericho did report to Twitter though after though after all this came out and said, "I'm starting a wrestling company?" Question mark. Awesome. I'm also starting my own studio with Lady Gaga, my own car wash with Bono, and my own bake shop. He never denied it though. He he's just been. he's just being sarcastic. Exactly, I and Jericho's the one of the biggest trolls in all of wrestling. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not going to show he's, up there. He's, and he's wrangling the a bunch of dude. He's wrangling a bunch of dudes who wear wrestling shirts into a cruise in international waters and to see with, a wrestling with game. hot chicks. It's, it's literally only Noelle Foley, and she's like, she's and like she's like heavily guarded by like 25 dude, like they better, dudes in tuxedos. Yeah, like like Secret Service agents. I all you really have to do though is just put her dad in front of her. You know, hey listener, if you bought, if you bought a ticket to the Jarrah Cruise, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We and want every experience. single detail. We want video. Yeah, and not your private videos. And you can not, keep your private videos private. And apparently, it's not being like taped. This is just there are some stuff on Fight TV. Yeah, I I I would honestly, I would on I would honestly not make it taped. It would be such a disaster. Oh, it's gonna be weird. It's it's the weirdest thing, and I bet you like it's gonna be like people trying to do moves, and then like what they had a little bit of turbulent. Like it's it's like that, that's ep- the least of their problems. <laughs> to be honest, it's 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 sort of like the episode in The Simpsons. The Pokemon. Oh. No, it's the episode of The Simpsons where um the like The Simpsons they were house sitting uh Mr. Burns's mansion, and then Homer finds Mr. Burns's yacht. And so oh, he, yeah, does. Yeah. he gathers a bunch of his friends. And go to international waters. And they go to international waters and they get two of Mr. Burns' pet monkeys to fight knife fight each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't one of them was like wasn't like a Furious uh, George. Uh wasn't Fur- it like um though Mo was like he like loved one of them. He's like, Oh, I'm sorry, guy, come on. No, it's like, oh, he's gonna be feeling that one tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and he's, then like He's not come, feeling that now. Yeah, and then they come back and then like Mr. Burns like, Furious George, what have they done to you? Smithers, I'm afraid he's gonna need most of your skin. <laughs> oh, that's a great episode. I'll get right on that. Mr. Yeah, that's Burns. what I think. That's what I think about whenever I hear the Jericho Cruise. It's like yeah. Homer Simpson international with the fights. Hey man, you know there's got to be a reason why the Bucks you get to do pile drivers and uh, international bu- waters. The Bucks and uh, yeah, the Bucks. You can do pile drivers. You can't do it. You can do it. You can't do. You could do it anywhere but Louisiana. Oh yeah. 
Um, the Bucks. There's a reason why the Bucks and Cody did all in. There's a reason why Jericho's doing this cruise. They're trying to get their feet wet. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. I swear I didn't intend that. Don't laugh. Um, puns are intentional. So I mean, I think it's. I think it could be real. I think this could be really. This Jericho fun. cruise. It could be real. No, the there's promotion. The Jericho promotion. Jericho Bucks Cody promotion with billionaire man. I don't think it's gonna be like a promotion. I don't think it's gonna be like a promotion in the traditional sense. It's more just like a. Oh, I think it is. What if it becomes a? What if it's a union? Ooh, wrestlers. for independent wrestlers, and then they're gonna like. I don't know. Hogan, Hulk Hogan's gonna get caught wind of it. He's gonna tell Vince. I'll make it come crashing down and stop it, break stop it, your stop, union. Stop, stop. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 I don't know the rest of the words. Um, yeah, no, so we'll see what happens in the coming weeks, and we'll keep you updated. Stay tuned to City Wrestling Radio. I mean, it, it could very well not be true either. That's true. That's yeah. why I said stay tuned. We'll find out in the coming weeks. No, if you don't hear anything, that means it's probably not true. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I got some rumors. You want some rumors? Um, I mean, I'll start with the rumors. Okay. Uh, yeah, According, again, uh, the tree of life, the tree of wrestling news. Oh, that is oh, Dave Meltzer. Uh, <laughs> wrestling Observer uh, Newsletter. Uh, uh, WWE has not yet locked in a WrestleMania 35 main event. Huh? In the recent past, a possible Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair match was heavily discussed, but this may now be off the table due to how the Charlotte Becky Lynch program has played out. Oh, shit. Oh. However, it was cautioned that in this day and age, Vince McMahon doesn't really care about fan reaction, and he puts whatever match he wants <laughs> as the main event. Um, speaking of Reigns... Well, that's good to hear that he doesn't give a crap about us. I mean, come on. How long have you been watching wrestling? It's just been... That's just how it's been for a years. very long time. Speaking of Reigns, in terms of... Lackluster audience, re- lackluster audience reaction. If Rousey were not around, Heo would almost assuredly be guaranteed to be wrestling in another WrestleMania main event, even though at this time there is no direction for him set in stone as it pertains to that to that pay-per-view. Uh, so, yeah. they. I mean, it's only, what, October? Yeah, it's only October. October 20th. Uh, you would think they have a plan... Uh, oh God, no! You don't think so? Well, As yeah. for a mania, I mean, not for everything else, but I always thought they always just had the main event in stone. As at this point, like they would just, they would just, they would sleepwalk their way I into it. I think it varies. It. I think it always varies. Yeah, I, don't I mean, think, I still I don't think there's a, I don't think there's an exact date where they're like, no, we have to have the WrestleMania plan. But I, but I do think like Dave would report the fact that this Becky Lynch Charlotte program is. Kind is kind of scaring them off away from a Rousey Flair main yeah. event, which I wholeheartedly support. Um, I'm uh, not fans sure. Fans are actually into this. I don't like it. I'm not sure who's going to be the face or the heel. This could very well be a face face kind of ordeal. Even though I think Charlotte is a way better heel than a face. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rousey, I don't think. I mean, do you ever see Ronda Rousey as a heel? No. No. I mean, she could be. She'd be she, like smiling, she, like she, you guys suck. I hate you. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, Ronda Rousey. She's been in. It's good. It's going to be almost a year ever since she's like within this company. Like January, right? She is st- like she is still smiling and happy go lucky every time mm-hmm. she's in the room, and it's just she's been doing this for almost a year, and she still marks out over this. Like she should get used to this, and it's just. You know, you're te- you're selling me as you're this tough badass woman, and yet she's just so starry eyed, starry eyed every time she sees the WWE universe. Maybe, <sighs> guys, <laughs> you like you. me. You really, really like me. I've never felt this feeling before. Oh my god. 
Yeah, um, it's like she, she's pretty much Sally Field in the Oscars. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it is what it is. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think there's an exact date. Like I said before, where WrestleMania, the main event is scheduled to like, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, you're right. It varies. I think it just varies. Also Uh, in the, in some rumors, some rumors, according to a report by pro wrestling insider earlier this week, Ric Flair is scheduled to be at the evolution pay-per-view and may well be the only male star given the nod to appear. There's no word on what Flair may be doing to be a part of the show, but uh, rumor has it that it could be a backstage segment with his daughter, um, you know, kind of hyping her up for the last woman standing match for her championship match. What happened over there? Something happened over there? No. This look on your face like... No, I'm reading reading the next news story. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ric Flair, so he might be at Evolution. Okay, what's your news story? Wait, Ric Flair is in in Evolution? Yeah, he's a member of Evolution. (laughs) be funny if evolution started that show and just batista would just like do another 20 minute dialogue <laughs> hey you women haven't beaten me either like i mean you can't beat me if you know what i mean <laughs> keep it in your pants Rick. <laughs> oh good lordy okay what's your new story i would i would fucking as much as horrible as that may sound I want that to happen. But okay, I talked about Shane McMahon earlier, as we usually do our security sweeps. We just go around the internet, re- just regurgitate whatever news we have, because that's what every wrestling news podcast kind of does. Um, Shane McMahon appeared on Opie Radio. Uh, Opie, formerly of Opie and Anthony, after Anthony suddenly just became a racist. Um, Shane, this was... Uh, they pretty much just shot the shit and was told... And then Opie told about told Shane or Shane told Opie about a proposed now get ready for this yeah. incest storyline that Vince McMahon pitched years ago involving him and his sister Stephanie McMahon. Shane responds with, "Well, my sister's hot. I don't know if I really would have minded that. I never heard that one. I tell you one th- that I personally said absolutely no to. My dad and mom were involved in some stuff, and my dad comes up and says, All right, then you're going to slap your mother. I went, No. He said, Yeah. I went, Dad, I'm not going to hit my mother, ever. I had a hard time hitting you, and you're my dad. That became easier. Th- no, wait, this, thing, this website just keeps on. Raja, get your shit together. Uh, dad, I'm not going to hit my mother, ever. I had a hard time hitting you, and you're my dad. That became easier when he punched me in the eye. I couldn't do that to my mom, but I never heard the incest angle. Really? That's like something everyone's talked about for, like, 20 years. Yeah, almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, Pritchard then was then called up, Bruce Pritchard, former, uh, writer of WWE. Excuse me. Uh, Pritchard was then called up to clarify the situation, and he stated it was at the time when Stephanie was pregnant, and Vince was trying to figure out if he could write that into the storyline. It was an entire day of my life I will never get back. Oh, God, um, yeah. So weird. Yeah. yeah. It, it, the, what a family, man. What a family. I'm telling you that Shane McMahon. His first instinct in response to that question. His first thing he says: "Well, my sister's hot." <clears throat> I mean, look, there's no, there's nothing wrong with like, yeah, there's nothing there's wrong. wrong with calling like a, fa- a member of your family beautiful or anything, but yeah. hot. I mean, even even hot, like their brother and sister, like they have a connection. Yeah, uh, but okay. Lita, Lita's hot. <laughs> Lita's hot. Uh, all right, <laughs> I just AJ wanted Styles. to say that. Uh, no, but what I'm trying to say is that like they're they're without sounding like I'm supporting incest. <laughs> um, it's, Allegedly, 
Uh, allegedly. No, I don't want to sound like I'm supporting alleged incest. Um, okay. This is getting into the Insta- I, uh, Instagram stories feed, by the way. Shane and Stephanie are very close. And just to have a relationship where you can say, like, you know, they're, they're a good-looking person. And to say that someone's, like, especially in their level, I mean, they have to build them. I don't know. Fucking incest storyline? Again, uh, this was probably during the time when, like... Well, you heard about it no, a while this, ago. Yeah, yeah. The, this is probably during that time of the post-attitude era... Where like they wanted to up the ante like even more. Like they had that whole Al Wilson angle. They had the whole Stephen McMahon versus Vince match. They they had that whole. It's when they really tried hard. Macho Man Stephanie thing angle going on. Oh wait, that wasn't an angle, was it? Stop it! Why you got to bring that up? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I just think I think it's kind of funny. I don't know why. It's Uh, not that funny, dude. (laughs) You're right. It's not. Uh, Let's see. Next up in the rumor roundup, 205 Live could be getting a new general manager in the future. Have you heard about this? Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? You heard this in there? Yeah, yeah, you heard? Um, apparently, Dave Meltzer mentioned earlier. Dave Meltzer? <laughs> yeah, Dave Meltzer. Uh, uh, Mustafa Stop. Ali. Uh, uh, the WWE is looking uh, for outside of the company for a possible replacement for Drake Maverick, so it could be Dave Meltzer. So Drake Maverick, dude, no, Drake Maverick is everything to 205 Live. Uh, now that he's featured at a weekly role on programming as a manager on, as AOP. No. So they're looking to take Drake Maverick away. Mistake. That would be such a huge mistake. One person in particular they're looking at is former WCW and TNA, are you ready for this? TNA play-by-play announcer, Mike Tanay. That would actually be an inspired choice. Really? Yeah, Mike Tanay would. So, like, he used to, he would be like the one guy calling cruiserweight matches in WCW. They yeah. And then the only way to watch Mike Tanay calling cruiserweight matches is on the WWE Network. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. See, as yeah. much as I like, yeah, but then like, yeah, I always, get rid of Drake Maverick. He's but done. then I always associate like Cruiser Two Hundred Five Live with like the the upstarts, the younger dudes, or even though they're not that young. Um, and I just thought Drake Maverick just had such a fresh voice to it, but then. It, I you could do worse than Mike Tanay. In fact, I think Mike Tanay is a, I'm a tired. pretty is a pretty is a is a pretty uh, inspired choice. I'm tired of Drake Maverick. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just grown a little. Like, he, like all he does is like every week. Just there. It's just like last week on Two Hundred Five Live. Like he tells me what happened. Like he recaps stuff. Man, Mike Tanay though, that would be awesome. That's what Meltzer's saying. That's I mean, a very it's just a rumor. Choice. It's just a rumor. Yeah, just a rumor. Uh, but yeah, Randy. Let that be true. Uh, they they officially announced the signing of Matt Riddle, Chelsea Green, and Mia Yim. Like officially, like they got their they got the class. I of saw it with picture. their pictures. It said property of WWE yeah. on it. Yeah, which I think is a little scary to see them wear those shirts because yeah. I know those shirts have been around for a long time, like property You're of property. Of. But when I see it on people who work for WWE, I'm like, oh, you really are property of WWE. I think it's mostly the hair, but I think Mia Yim looks like Oscar, but like. Her, but oh, I think she she has a great she kinda, look. She kind of looks like Asuka in this picture. Yeah, show I the mean, fans. She's, a, she's part Asian. Show the fans. She's bla- the, the Blasian Batty. The Blasian Bat. <laughs> Whenever she says Blasian Batty, I think she says Blasian Blatty. <laughs> Blasian Blatty. Blasian Blatty. I mean, yeah, I mean she, she's Blasian, so her bladder is of Blasian descent, too. So she's Every of, part of her is uh, part. Uh, because is, yeah, Her bladder, her intestines, her... Her lungs, her heart, her brain. Um, also in the news, I got two shirts from the Soraya store this week. Did I tell you about this? Did you buy fishnets? Did you buy the fishnets? I was going to. I bought the Noel Foley shirt. You really bought a Noel Foley shirt? Yeah, dude? the the one with Noel Foley and her, and she's looking all good with her red lipstick and the black uh, and white. Okay. Also, I bought the. Um, it's a embrace your wild side, and it's the lips. Are you just okay? Is this news? 
Like, are you no, I just, shirts I, I, that you bought I was on just, the internet? I was just looking at something, and yeah, I was just tracking my order. Does this just in? I got a shipment. This just in. My order is scheduled to ship on... For one fall. It's going to be delivered for on Monday, one day. So, guys, keep out, keep an eye out for that, for I my package. For my, my, uh, my Halloween costume, which I will not disclose. Uh, I got an email saying, it's coming in Sunday. Or the, the, well, the thing, the, the instrumental thing that I need for the costume is coming in Sunday. What are you dressing as for Halloween? Arthur. From... Uh, from Arthur. Yeah, Arthur from Arthur. You kind of remind me of Arthur. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> Years? Uh, I'm going to be a WWE referee. Of course you are. Because I already have the shirt uh, or, No, you're going to be a WWE referee or a Foot Locker employee. <laughs> no, I have. I actually have the one with the WWE patch. Yeah. Oh, great. I, they yeah. sell, of course they sell those. Of I, course. I'm sure they sell it somewhere. I actually think it might be an official one. Yep. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> it just reminds me of that a Third Rock from the Sun episode. Remember that show? Yeah. Where, um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, yeah. Uh, where um, I forgot his name. Harry. Yeah, Harry. Uh, played by oh, French oh, Stewart. Uh, French Stewart. Yeah. Well, yeah. They go to the hardware store, and the uniform for that hardware store is a long sleeve orange, uh, orange jacket, uh, orange shirt, and then like. Um, he he would wear the he would wear the same exact shirt as the workers, and people would ask for help, ask him help. And he's like, sure. And then throughout the episode, he would help these people, even though he had like like fringe knowledge of it. Yeah. Until like the store finds out, and then at the end of that episode, he wears a referee, pretty much like a referee shirt. He says, "All right, guys, I'll be right back. I'm here to buy some shoes." <laughs> and that was the end of it. <laughs> I used to love that show. I it's used, a good show. I, I used to have a big crush on that really tall girl. Uh. uh Forgot her name. the The main woman, right? Yeah, yeah. No, she was. She's awesome. She was. She's really funny on that show. Yeah. Forgot her name, but it'll come eventually. All right, let's get out of here, Michael. Um, let's well, Anything sweep. else? Uh, let's just. I got three tabs left on this on this thing. Uh, former WWE. Oh yeah. So um, or WWE released statements regarding the passing away. Let's give our condolences to one former WWE slash WCW wrestler, Dirty Dick Slater. <laughs> Let's give our respect to Dirty Dick. I know. I, yeah, I we must respect I know. Let's give our respects to anybody who is anybody everybody who is anybody in this business. It's it's just it's it's funny saying it's a great give your name. give your it's respect to someone and then saying like to Dirty Yeah, he had that name. It's just a vulgar name. Yeah. Uh they, Dirty uh, this is from WWE.com. WWE is saddened to learn that Dick Slater has passed away at age 67. Wow, 67. Slater was a prolific competitor during the 1970s and 1980s in Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid-South Wrestling, and Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, where he teamed with WWE Hall of Famer Bob Orton and had a memorable ri- rivalry with WWE Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts. Slater competed in WWE from 1986 to 1987 before moving to Japan and finishing his in-ring career in WCW. WWE extends its condolences to Slater's family, friends, and fans. And uh, and we also must extend our condolences here at the CWR. Everyone here at City Wrestling Radio. City Wrestling Radio. You know, we respect our keep. Yeah. Respect the ones. Embrace our history. You know? Yeah. That sucks. Well, hopefully he's in a better place, and you know, dirty no dick suffering. is in a better place. Hey, it's got to be dirty somewhere, you know, and in a in good way, dick. in a good way, <laughs> and it's in the in, dick, in a very good way. All right, guys, let's get out of here. I'm, 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 I'm wearing out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Too. Before I get out of here, guys, we need to give our birthday wishes.
guys, today is October 20th. Uh, so we have a couple birthdays we want to get into. Your MacBook is just excited for this. Yeah, it is. It is hot over there. Uh, so today we have two birthdays. Turning 48 years old, born in 1970, we have one, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Ooh, Chavo. Also, turning Chavo, turning 60 years old, which I didn't know this until I read it right now, born on the exact day that my dad was born, we have, hey, yo, one, Scott Hall, turning 60, turning 60 years old. Uh, I'm also, sing the wrestler theme songs for every, every single one of these. The, what cake would you give Chavo Guerrero? Um, Chavo, chocolate. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say Tres Leches, but I. He'd love it. Yeah, he might like it. Side it's, of horchata. It's a, it's a it, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, well, you got something against horchata? <laughs> Actually, I do. I don't like it. I, li- I love Tres Leches, so a big cup of milk. Let's keep let's keep this going. And all, what kind of cake would you give Scott Hall? Like a, uh, a sugar free cake. Bunch of razors. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, what's, a, uh, what's a Cuban cake? <laughs> you, oh, you're the culinary guy. Uh, some sort of plantain based cake. I guess. Just give him a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> but, yeah, and yeah. put a candle on it and just blow on hey, it. I'm all right with that. Oh, wait. Did you hear? No, I heard this story about uh, Scott Hall um, where he would. Killed a man? No, 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 no. That's Almost every week, there's this guy. This is according from a guy who worked at a Domino's Pizza. Who, um, he all every week he'd get a delivery from one Scott Hall. He what he would order a diet Sprite and thin crust pepperoni and mushroom pizza, and he would and it would get ordered like almost every Wednesday and at the same time. Yeah, and according to that worker, he's a very good tipper. Oh man, hey, I can see him being a good tipper. Um, yeah. I. I don't think he came from a whole lot growing up. So he's very grateful to the working man. A lot of people. Yeah, some people. Hey, Waltman's coming over soon. I think I'm going to have to order another box. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey. Hey, Scott Hall. Hey, Scott Hall. Yeah. No, uh, I can't sit down because uh Kevin Nash like, how the fuck am I the healthiest guy out of all of us? Like, really? He kind of isn't. Out of, out of the click? I can think of two other no, people. No, I'm, I'm saying out of the three of them. Who's the third? Oh, Nash. Waltman. Nash is super. I think Nash is probably the healthiest. That's form. what I'm saying. Nash is the healthiest. That's form. what I'm saying. Oh, wait, were you doing a Nash impression? Sorry, was I saying? Did I say Scott Hall? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant. Kevin I mean, Nash. we'll play. We could. We could probably play this back, and I'm the one in the wrong. That, that's how it. That's how it always goes in these episodes. And celebrating their 74th birthday tomorrow, born in 1944, we have one Bush Whacker Butch, turning 74 years old. Cool. Yeah. So happy birthday, Butch. So The birthday Butch boy. Birthday Butch boy. Birthday boy Butch. All right, guys. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for for, hey, for Scott Hall, too sweet hey, for you, and for everyone at the NWO, this, I'm Corey Smith. Just, just gave up on that. Dan and I. Yeah. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you next week with the Raw Review, me and Jose Oseguera, and uh, the kid. No Watts. I don't know. He doesn't do that. I don't know why I did that. That was weird. But now he has to. I thought that was his thing. No, but now he has to. Yeah. Hey, uh, Noah, before you You get here, you have to clap before you say You have to clap now. We did a thing on New News Show where we just told the audience that you do that, so that's your thing. I hope you... Can you do it, please? Thank you. It's like in wrestling. Sometimes you're given a gimmick, and you just have to work with it. Noah, be a deer and clap every time you say your name. (laughs) Because I know we do. Noah! (laughs) I'm sorry. The kid wants. All right, guys. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, bye. One, two, three, kid.
Ouais. <rire> 